Incoming transmission from an unknown source. It seems to be urgent. Patching them through. They're calling themselves the Holonet Marauders. Hey everybody, welcome to Holland Marauders Live. Hello everyone in the chat. I have to mention first that we, we're going to see how this goes, I guess, but we're going to have these Holonet Live episodes be podcast episodes. You know, obviously once it's done, download the audio, make it a podcast episode. So instead of being, we're still going to be a mess, obviously, but we're going to try to be a, a more structured mess. That's not possible. <laughs> a mess you could listen to. It. Yeah. 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 A mess you can listen to. Yeah. That's us. Um, <laughs> so we can't have things that are like, let's see here. We can't just have random stuff like. Dog for sale. Uh, we totally can. <laughs> if you you're can listening hear that at home and you hear those you things, don't out. worry. That's uh, that that's usual. Jack pointed it's... out the other day. It's like a radio sound effects, like squeaking a horn and all those things <laughs> they used to do. We need the butt. Oh my god. You don't remember that? Yeah, okay, good. Oh, I remember it. Yeah. I didn't just randomly say that for no reason. Um <laughs> <laughs> So is this gonna be an audio uh, release? I don't know. Oh, We're off to a great start. I for thought that. they said the dungworms are scared. Are um, sacred. So I'm sure they're scared. scared. They're about to be eaten. The sacred Jedi dungworms. Do with dungworms. Yes. <laughs> hey, you eat them? You know, their appearance in uh what was it, Book of Boba Fett or Mando, that was a big deal. But let's Guys, talk about this for at least 20 minutes. Manure? <laughs> no, what do you do with a dungworm? Ma manure. Oh, what's, what's the matter with that? It's newer with a ma in front of it. I don't know. Ma, why. get some newer stuff. Marissa Tomei. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Uh, uh, I love how everyone seems to call it Ander. Like, I was somewhere the other day, and someone was like, oh, I got to go watch Ander. And I was like, oh, well, I didn't know people in public say that. But yeah. It's Andor, not Ander. Ander. <laughs> I it's hope we both. have that clip. Do we have that clip? Yeah, you can. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if it Beautiful. weren't for Stellan Skarsgård's wonderful uh, chalk in a in a grinder uh, voice, oh, I would be so wouldn't... mad about hearing that. Chalk in a grinder. Chalk in a grinder. <laughs> he threw his throat in a grinder and then popped it back in and was like, yeah. I'm ready, guys. <laughs> he, was, he was born to play a pirate. I'm so glad he was in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yeah. Who did he play in he Pirates? He was uh, Bootstrap Bill. Bootstrap Bill Turner. He played. Oh, a... I had no idea that was. Oh, man. Jack Sparrow. In Pirates right. of the Caribbean, awesome. he was a former MIT professor, right? Yeah. That's how that, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and of course, we got to see him naked in Thor 2. Also yep, yep. very good. Right? Very Never good. Forget. Right. And right. then in this, yeah. he sounds like he ate a grinded chalk. <laughs> Cassian Ander. I mean, am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're not. It's no, too, it was it's perfect. Too good. It's perfect. Very specific, just like how I thought you threw a bowl of soup across the room. But it was your prior <laughs> pistol. That was important. Because um, <laughs> there's no splash involved. No, sorry. That's a that's an earlier conversation. Uh, I want. I, so the title scene of Andor uh, had very aliens vibe or alien vibes to it, like the way yeah. it, like. Oh, yeah, you mean like the actual title sequence? Yeah, yeah the way the sequence reveals oh, right. itself. It's very similar to the way when yeah. Alien starts, it's literally yeah, just yeah. like it slowly reveals the letters of the word. Um, and I really liked how it started out as like a planet and then slowly molded into the, the full symbol. I was yeah, hoping they were going to even... do a different planet for every episode or like something along those lines, but I'm fine with the opening. I still really like it. 
It even mm. gives that eclipse look very Rogue One. I love that. Yeah. Like the, yeah. The, the way that the, the logo like faded into it immediately. I thought that was yeah. really cool. And speaking cool. of Ridley Scott movies, hardcore Blade Runner vibes. Just from the soundtrack yeah. alone. But the opening the scene. The whole opening scene was noodles. Just Not noodles. just Blade Runner, okay. we didn't get but also in. The Expanse. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Lots of like this show is very like everyone's saying it's grown up and I completely agree. Like it 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 it's very much the same way Rogue One promised you a darker, grittier Star Wars without it being too forced. Like I mean, for Cassian it starts the same way it started for him in Rogue One, you know? He ends up killing someone he probably didn't need exactly. to or want yeah. to and regretfully just killing to save someone his in skin. an alley. In a like, dark yeah. alley. Here yeah. I go again. And very much like still shows like how like for all that he probably will change over the course of this, because he still he still very much seems like he does in Rogue One. Uh, yeah. Hell, he might even be worse off in Rogue One, uh, just the way he reacts to a lot of the situations they deal with in the movie. I that, hope he uh, regretfully kills someone in an alley every arc for the rest of the <laughs> every three episodes. Season two, like, here we go again. They walk into an alley. He turns to the guys like, I'm "Sorry, buddy, but this is this, this is the first time Disney's." Acknowledge brothels in Star Wars. They've been uh, first time they acknowledge tiptoeing around that things, for a yeah. while. I know yeah. you can put yeah. a bunch of slaves in bikinis around Jabba the Hutt, but you, as long as you don't call it, you know what it is. Well, it's, then you're fine. it's right up there with like the strippers in Iron Man One. Like they can't just cut those scenes because they're important to the story and what the characters are doing while yeah, that's happening. And I know important. Disney, if they had made that movie, wouldn't have included those. Absolutely, uh, but like. Good on them for like finally growing up a bit with Star Wars here and like just like letting it be a universe, a universe filled with dark things and subjects that are, you know, maybe not appropriate uh, for kids. And, you know, that's okay sometimes for Star Wars, even though it's mainly a kid show or a kid's series, as George always defined it. Yeah. yeah. I, I love them, everything with the, the corporate worlds that they're on initially because like it, it's funny that there's like, there's been criticism that it's like not Star Warsy. I think it is remarkably Star Warsy. Like this is about? like the yeah, heavy the... Zerka vibes. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like, Corporations love, love controlling Zerka. entire solar systems. It's like Star Wars to a T. Yeah. yeah. Like I like I think that like each like individual world that we've seen like as well is just it's so it's so Star Wars. Like we have like these like very different like versions of like towns and like the cities, but like it's still looks and feels that way and so even though we're like literally walking through what is the equivalent of like a red light district but it's like really really like dark and it's like this is something we've never seen at this level before in star wars yeah, but no like way. it's fascinating to actually like see it i'd never seen it in general having a bunch of people in little I... bubbles yeah that, like was... Making, making... that was so cyberpunk uh, like i was like oh yeah the moon. cyberpunk like, blade runner-esque so cool. like very i mean that was just like incredibly i mean Star Wars is just such a versatile IP. Like, this show cements that for me. Like, I've been on multiple kicks on multiple different franchises, and they all have, like, one note to them, but Star Wars has, like, ten. Like, you can yeah. really... There's just so much you can do with Star Wars. Like, watching these three episodes, you completely forget, like, the Jedi <laughs> are a thing, you know? And yeah. it's like, you know... Luke and, and all that jazz is, is going to happen. And that's so mythical and mystical and has nothing to do with Andor. Andor is just completely removed from all of that. I, uh, Jamie and I watched Andor the first three episodes probably twice yesterday. So we, yeah. didn't, we didn't get to the third one again, but we watched it the show twice through almost. And then like we were going to bed and I, was, I flipped, the, flipped the channel around and Empire was on TV. So I put Empire Strikes Back on. 
and it was Vader talking to Palpatine, and I'm like, this is way different than what I was just watching. It's, what the hell is so this? Yeah. When people say it doesn't feel like Star Wars, the the world feels very Star Wars. It feels like yeah. It feels like if you, we've all been to Batu now. It feels like being on um, Ferrix. Yeah. Felt like, it was a lot grittier, but like I it agree. felt like being on Batu. It felt like just like. Oh, it's dripping with atmosphere. Minus the yeah. tourists. It was yeah, literally it. it. Like everything, it was, it. <laughs> everything was like so well built out. Like each of these worlds was so well carved out and we knew exactly what like all of them were about immediately. And we didn't need like that extra like context in the background. We're like, oh, this is where they mine. And like at one point in like the, when they're talking um, in the office about like the different like worlds and they're like, oh, Ferrix has their own way of like doing things. They didn't like go into detail to like explain like, what Ferrix is or like yeah. what like um morvala so it's the the planet's called morvala right yeah i think so, so. Like, yeah morvala like, one is the yeah that's where yeah. The, the corporate base so, is yeah that's it and morvala so five was where morvala five is where like Cassian the event the happened yeah. but they don't refer to it as morvala five they just say five because they don't yeah. need to like dive Over into detail five. that like yeah. Hey, well, this they, is Morvala Five because we have five up, planets in our system. A Morlan. Yeah, it, it's taking Mo good notes Lanta. from the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking good uh, notes from like a New Hope's world building, right? Like, well, a New Hope did not hold your hand at all. It's a miracle that it worked as well as it did because, like, it lived so, so, uh, so naturally in its own universe that it just expected you to to fall in line and to just like you know get it yeah. all through context what was going on in the world and. I think Andor definitely does the, that too. The best I, way to start any story, if you're making it yourself sometimes, is to just drop yourself into the middle of it, just go for it, and then go back and fill in your details. And like yeah. Andor has done such a good job at just dropping us into it and being like, okay, yep. cool. This is what you need to know. And it's not it's yeah. not giving us like a ton, a ton of background. It's giving it as we learn about it. Like yeah. it's learning Cassian's background, it's learning about Marva's background. And so it's it's I'm really enjoying it so far because of that. Compared to uh, um, Solo, a Star Wars stories opening, like where it literally has to spell it out in multiple title cards. I mean, like, and it's not like spelling things out yeah. isn't in, like uncommon in Star Wars. Yeah, the title crawl that? is legendary. If but Wars um, spell things out for you in, in text before the movie, that'd be awful. But those those are, like never felt the same way that the the Corellian like like having to explain coaxium to yeah, us. No, like, I, I think that. that was always so clear in the through the movie what coaxium was and how they important it was. It. I didn't need to be. I didn't need to have all that, and especially because most it, right? of it doesn't matter after the first thirty minutes of the film. So why bother wasting the time uh, treating your audience with kid gloves? And here we do not have that problem. No, we we, uh, we jump right in on Cassie and shooting two cops outside a brothel, and uh, and then it like lets us know why did he shoot two cops outside a brothel? Where did right. he come from? I, what is he doing? I there? really like how the show starts as like a murder mystery, but like we see the murder and, st and then we, you know, we see them trying to solve it. We're rooting for the murder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was about to say we're it's rooting really, for the murder. Of course. Murder mysteries. I'm usually not rooting for the murderer, but Hey, it depends. Yeah. Um, depends. but <laughs> depends on if it's a good guest on, on Columbo, I guess. I'm pretty sure. Like <laughs> I was so blown away. Just like the guy that Cassian shot was, um, when he blew the guy away, <laughs> dude, he shot him like square he, in the face, I'm, and he like, well, headbutts the guy backwards and kills. And that the guy. part, I'm a little that skeptical guy, on. Like, what, okay, I'm, unless he went straight from a concussion to the forehead to immediate crack of the back of the skull on the metal, I have it's, a hard time believing that that he died from that. But whatever, it's fine. It's space. Cassian did with too. Glass bones and paper skin. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was more cold blooded than what he did bones. to that spy. Uh, 
in uh, Rogue One, you know, like he was just like he made a snap decision to just blow his brains out right there. Yeah, that was brutal. Yeah, uh, it's it 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 really is insane. And and you know, you kind of wonder if that. I mean, it's implied that it's not the first time he's killed people, but it might be the yeah. first time that he's killed somebody so high profile that like now everything's different. Like now I have that no choice. Yeah, because yeah. he hesitates, you know, for a little there, and you can tell it's like a. He didn't want to do it, but he, you know, he felt he had to. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I think uh, it's an appropriate time to start talking about B2 emo. Oh, baby. Yeah, because that's where it kind of goes guy. next, right? So. Yeah, I mean, like his his little uh, intro is great. I mean, like hey. he could just go in a little turtle mode and I love the music a, too. Get peed on. dog if he needs to. <laughs> Keep going on. I like his little oh, stutter. Oh man, it's, it's much cuter than Dio's stutter. I think. Like, D- I, just, this... I don't know why. I just I'm not trying to hurt on. No, I think you. I think you're right. I love this Dio was a too, complete but... Dio situation for me. I get so thrown off when I like learn about a droid before the show actually starts, and they're always like little astromech droids. And then in the material themselves, they come up and they're like, "Hey, everyone!" And I'm like, "What? Oh, <laughs> Wait a minute! You... <laughs> oh, buddy, you can talk!" <laughs> like. And it happens. Are you every expecting time. beeps and boops? Yeah, I'm expecting <laughs> yeah. a beep and a boop, and and the dude's beep like, "Hey, Cassian." Hi. Well, hey. Uh, I'm Troy McClure. Yeah. <laughs> with with B two though, like it, it, that was totally unexpected that he was going oh, to talk. Like I with like no Dio, yeah. when when Dio got revealed, he made like noises. Yeah. He didn't have a voice, they and so when he spoke in the movie, it was like, "Oh, wait a like, second, hey, buddy. Oh, hey, that's JJ Abrams. Give me a second. Last minute add on. <laughs> but like Who's with B2, like Nemo? I loved it. I, I, I don't know offhand, but I don't like, want to go on IMDb. It was spoilers, me. Spoilers apparently. Don't go yeah, it was go. me, guys. Yeah. All right, but yeah, <laughs> I, a pretty good impression. I love B2, and cast, like I, 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 impulse bought the little uh, the figure of him, um, and he actually like <laughs> contracts too. <laughs> oh, I didn't that's realize so cute. He contracts. Mine yeah. contract. Yeah, and I, I just love... took him out of the package the other day. And you didn't I was squish him? Like, I have to. Yeah, I I you gotta squish. Him oh my god! Oh, <laughs> you killed him. No, he's fine. He's fine. I love that in his opening scene, like the, the hounds run by, and literally, he looks like a fire hydrant. Yeah, and the hound and he gets pees on run. him. It's so clever. Like that's so yeah, funny. I mean, it's it's so asshole. good. <laughs> and then he's just like, no. <laughs> just, I so I love seeing the hounds again too. By the way, I love different yeah. variations of the hounds as well. They weren't like the stereotypical like white worms, like white Corellian hounds. They were like different kinds of Other hounds, hounds, but they weren't yeah. like the Tuscan Raiders mastiffs. And it was, it was great to see more dogs in Star Wars. We need like, to release a, a uh, dogs of the galaxy lore yes, video. Uh, Mastiff, Corellian hounds, Corellian mastiffs, hounds. char hounds, lost char wolves, wookies. No. <laughs> <laughs> they're Clone sentient, humor, damn it. Sure. That's racist. Clone humor brought up uh the guy who gets shot. I don't know if his name was Kravis or something. Uh he did the the horror in his face was uh you know, the the acting was really great. And that just I mean, that was just the beginning of the show, the the first episode. The acting across the board, I don't know if this is too bold to say, but like it might be some of the best acting we've seen in Star Wars. I hate too like bold to say, yeah. dude, roll it back. Is it? I mean, I don't know. No, it's not. not. I, 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 I think it. It, it's just the direction and the writing and the the acting all together made this such people a, are like such a people are criticizing for being uh, uh, slow, and I think yeah, that's really I mean, just because we've all been conditioned from uh, like two years of six episode TV shows that have a plot that rushes and then stops and then rushes again. So we're like we just don't remember what slow and pace television feels like anymore. Like go back and rewatch like fringe or like any show from like yeah, 2000s previous breaking if bad you're finding it slow. Castle. 
you need exactly. to watch shows that aren't just Star Wars because you need <laughs> to expand your horizons. And or I'm, even like I'm Rings of Power. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just for a recent example. Uh, I don't really like that show too much, but I do like House of Dragons, so to each their own. Or either, so, fine, either, either oh, of those. Yeah, like, I mean, those lo- are just longer, longer than six episode seasons. Heavy you know? dialogue based shows, like yeah. talking matters. Like, and I was pumped, like Jamie and I on the rewatch, like, cause first I watched it solo, no pun intended, and then <laughs> Jamie and then watched, I watched it. watched it solo. Yeah. And then we watched and it watched together it. later. <laughs> and it was like Jamie was calling out lines left. I love this line, this, this word. I had to look this word up, and it was like, this is Star- we're talking about Star Wars dialogue, which is never like there's always good dialogue by the Jedi and whoever, but like yes, but I this was like so smart. It was like, written so yeah, like actually a smart so show, smart. Yeah, like, Star Wars like, dialogue usually is cheese, but this there was yeah, so much. There's, there's no cheese, there. but like at the same time there was because like it was character. Everyone was characterized like so well. Like if we yeah. jump ahead to like uh, our our corpo like main guy, the uh, cereal cereal cornflakes cereal con. Karn. He is the epitome of like an overachiever who gets tasked with trying to do something. And he's like, oh, this is going to like, this is good. I should do this. And then it just blows up in his face. And just his reactions, it was just perfect. Oh, and my God. I love no, everything about it. Fat, no drive throughs No drive throughs <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, uh, he he was expressly told not to because he was explained to why the system is the way it is. And that the corporation won't survive if they reported every single crime that happens in their jurisdiction. So that's why we don't do that. Oh, look at him. That's yeah. why he's, he's in so this stiff. job and you're not. And yeah, he's the man, the man literally can't sleep because there's a murder happening. And it's like, dude, relax. Like, yeah, work life balance, man. It's just people getting murdered. Relax, dude. Just Chill relax out. about it. You're an investigator, but relax. No, but master like, speech maker, by the way, this guy. Oh. It's a good one. For... I loved that. Oh my I loved that he yeah. couldn't oh. give a speech. Tried his best. Um, this okay. I want to say something. I, Not okay. my original idea. Shout out to Ali for giving me this idea. But he's very Javert. If anybody knows Les Mis, <laughs> he's super Javert. Yes, like he is. I, and I, couldn't, the... I can't stop thinking about it. Okay, so in Les Mis, the whole. The whole concept of Les Mis is that there's Jean Valjean, who is this guy who got arrested for stealing bread. That's all he did because he was hungry and he had to feed himself and somebody. I, was it a kid? I forget. He steals bread. He gets arrested and he serves like tw- like forever in prison, like a long time in prison. Prisoner six two four zero one. Yeah, two four six zero one. Two four six zero one. But Sorry, uh, I don't know that because the Simpsons. <laughs> so Javert, re- you know, releases him and and keeps running into him over the course of the story, and he just cannot possibly fathom that the system is wrong. It is literally like the epitome of that Skinner meme where he's like, am I out of touch? No, it's the kids that are wrong. It's literally like he cannot possibly fathom that this guy was not a bad person and just stole some bread and got arrested (laughs) and the system like screwed him over. No, he's evil and he's bad. So at the end of the story, spoiler alerts for anybody who hasn't watched Les Mis or read Les Mis, it's an old story by now, but whatever. Um, at the at the end, Jean Valjean kind of like spares his life, and Javert's like, "Why did you spare my life? Now I have to kill myself because I cannot possibly fathom that you're a good person because you're a bad person because the system isn't wrong." And he's like, wow. just so obsessed with the system being right that he throws himself off a bridge and kills Javert himself relax. because he can't handle it. He's like, "No, the system." Next so week, so Karn's gonna eat himself off a bridge at some point during the show. At the end of me. this season, he's gonna he's gonna space lock himself. At the end of the season. <laughs> I'm fully expecting uh, Cyril Karn to throw himself off a bridge or something along those lines because literally watching 
that car explode or the speeder explode and him looking at it. Oh yeah. And him just being like, <laughs> like just cannot possibly like, no, no, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. Come back it's next so week good. to see why B2 is like someone in Wicked. <laughs> but he's like, at musicals. <laughs> the oh, last, the no. last, they've been trying to, uh, Disney has been trying to make more interesting villains, right? And I think they've succeeded for the most part. But one yeah. problem they've had is that the villains they've created are often too sympathetic. And like they have motives that you absolutely like want to agree with because they're usually the underdog. And it's, they just make them do something horribly awful to make them uh uh unrelatable again like killmonger like he had yeah, legitimately exactly. good points and it's like yeah. oh but then i'm gonna we're gonna kill a bunch of people oh hey hold on what a, relax what's her uh, name or in, like in flag smasher soldier yeah who's the, the flag smashers and yeah. her character in solo both have that legitimate arguments and things that and while we're on she's except not really solo, a solo i was gonna say she's like except a fake, she's, so, she's, she's a supposed herring. to be the villain but red she's hair not i love audio podcast guys yeah, probably not. Why not? Oh, no. There's so much happening. Oh, it's not, there's no visuals for you fine anyway. folks listening. It, it'll work. It'll work. It'll, um, it'll work. Who's Alexander Hamilton in this? While you brought up Falcon and Winter Soldier, <laughs> that's perfect because this guy, this stiff Cyril, Cyril Karn, he kind of reminds me of U.S. Agent. Yeah. A bit. Yeah. You can see that. You know, I can see that. Trying to be Mr. Loves the perfect. System, wants to be the, the golden boy. He's gonna goes like into battle Island. way over his head and like, you know, you know, explosions going on. He's rattled. Yeah. So we'll see how he reacts. But he's kind he of do that. But yeah, like I don't know. Uh, I I fully you can relate to. Of... Go ahead. Sorry, uh, I I just remembered where, where, where my the pin on my point is that uh, you can relate to him, but you do not have to agree or, or or want him to succeed the way that you would with like Killmonger, or Flag Smasher, or, right. or um, uh, what's her face in Solo, like uh, it, the uh, Emphis Nest. How can I forget that? You cannot um, forget Emphis Nest. No, I, no, not dude. not on this podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, like like it strikes a better balance and and creates a better villain that like i don't have to root for but i can totally understand and they, i believe yeah. in their their reasoning for what yeah, they're doing because you you can totally relate to at, at a small scale like hey something went wrong you want to make it better but someone's like no don't bother because it's just not worth it and then you're like no i'm gonna do it anyway and it's just like well, i probably should have listened to them because they know what they're talking about and um, i've everyone's 100%, had that experience 100 <laughs> percent expect this guy to fail up we already know he's going to be working with the Empire, so he's failing upwards. He completely botched this entire thing, and the Empire is going to probably brought, like put a medal on him and be like, "All right, you're getting an upgrade." And he's gonna, he brought he's twelve gonna guys like, into a town and like blew the place up. Like by half accident. of them like yeah. died, and so yeah, and like the guy, the guy who was completely like, screwed this up. But he's dead, and that's how the Empire works. The other right? officer with him, the wonderful that wonderful dude. I oh, forget I love his that name guy. again. Well, that Scottish um, man. So you, so you yes, think he's gonna, Matt? You he's guys, definitely gonna be like, you think hey, he's gonna this fail? guy took initiative. What do you mean? He already yeah, failed. Yeah, but he's. He's but, yeah, he up, failed, but he's getting recommendations because the other guy is going to be like, hey, he, this guy took the initiative. He should still get commended, like, comment, uh, promoted um, in order to... Commendations. <laughs> you know what I think The way Cyril uh, Karn got incensed when the, that Scottish guy was, like, totally on board with his whole plan. He's, like, yeah, fine like, with being woken up in the middle of the night for this because he's just as much of a corpo stooge. That, that yep. was the... Shit. <laughs> you guys didn't That's get a good chance to play it, That's so I just let it rip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I have to say, other than I think it's Queen Queen's Shadow, right? Queen's Shadow says shit once, and that okay. is the only time it has ever been said in the history of Star Wars until that moment. That's humongous. Great. On screen, first time anybody said shit. Big deal. 
Big Welcome. deal. <laughs> oh, also, first time Welcome on screen anyone's ever said calf in Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's wild, isn't it? I was so psyched for on that. Screen, yeah. I was like, oh my God. I calf. love that. I said, calf. I don't know why, <laughs> but I just love that scene of them just chilling in the apartment and just hooking up. Hooking up. You drink coffee, coffee in the morning. morning. I mean, very... coffee? Yeah. I mean, very grounded. This is the most grounded I know, we've I ever love seen that. Star Wars. We just she's doing that for Sutterfuge. She's like a spy. A, oh no. Like the, we've talked about like the hypothetical, like what are some stories we would love to see in Star Wars? And like, you, there's always like the diving into like the big, like uh, grandiose like stories. And I'm always just like, give me an office like drama. Like that is it. That is yeah. like pretty much like what half this of is what these like, arcs of episodes like were. And I was just like, this is like, literally exactly what i wanted and i didn't even know it was going to happen in this show um the guy in the back him. texting and, and, then, yeah. and then the girl running in with her coffee with the coffee like, cup oh Star Wars is that it's best when we're just a fly in the wall it's so good i love and that like, they have takeout boxes what's like, it really felt like it so really good. felt like a visual novel as dumb as that sounds it, it, yes. it felt like a, if you guys have read star wars books it felt like a star wars book on the screen this like, I can see, yeah. this yeah. entire sequence that. between these like three technicians of like the girl with the travel mug of calf the guy with the noodles and the guy just sitting there literally texting on a star wars device reminded me of like uh one of the first like chapters in light of the jedi there's literally an outpost in which they're just like monitoring for like asteroids and whatnot and one girl's literally just like reading the entire time she's reading like jedi like porn novels actually that's that's yeah, the yeah. Book. that is what she's reading um, hey, and know. then the other guy's actually doing his job and like this literally felt like Not seeing that long. on screen and i was like oh my god this is fantastic I also had going into Andor. It must be said, I had zero like plans to cosplay anything. I absolutely hate that I now like the really blue jumpsuit things for the oh, corpos. Jack, Everybody like, does. We were talking. Like, we all want to make. We it's all want to make ones. I really want to make Carl. I honestly think I we all that should. Outfit. I don't even like, like the character. Uh, it's like, to play him, cosplay I just, him. I'm gonna. I, I grow out my sideburns. Piping. Again. I and the fact walk that around the... with like a cup of coffee, like oh my god, like honestly, when his supervisor asked him if he modified his suit, and he's just like just a couple details, just a piping, couple of things. And... some piping, took it in a bit. <laughs> took it it's in like, a bit. are you kidding me? Took it in a are lot. you talking like piping is just a casual thing you add? Get out of here. Spent <laughs> so much time. I love it's it. All, it's all going to be a waste because he's going to throw himself off a bridge. I didn't want to like orange, these people that much, but I did. And I got oh, a yes. jacket from work uh, that literally is that same navy blue and orange. And it, I've been thinking about it all day because I wore it because, you know, it was a nice, cool, rainy day coming in, going to the office. And I was just like, ah, I want to make that damn armor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it. But it reminds me of the Star Tours uniforms, it does. which are also <laughs> blue and orange. It does look a lot like that. You're right. Those corpos. Some good complimentary colors. Uh, oh yeah, and he added pockets. Yeah, pockets. I literally did that to Typing my Anakin. In pockets. <laughs> See, even in the Star Wars universe, they're like, "This is this is fucked up. We don't have any pockets." We need, po we need pockets, which is wild because there's always a lot of pockets on everything and everything in Star Wars. But you Not need on the pockets pants. to put the noodles in. <laughs> what? What is your okay? AJ just outed here? himself. He's projecting that he puts noodles in his pockets. What is your noodle policy? Yeah. <laughs> um, are you taking me on a noodle blue. day? I need that Charlie meme modified stat. What dimension are we in? <laughs> Matt, this is a perfect oh God, uh, yeah. thing for you. We, Jamie and I were talking about this uh, with Colin Humor brought up Cassian's. Oh, I read this as Cassian's ship, but yes, Cassian's. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't read tonight, guys. I totally agree with this comment. No, I can't read either. Cassian's drip is on point. Like, his jacket is unreal. I want it. Um, but Matt, the ship. It was an ugly yes, with the Y wing back, and I don't know what. Yes, it was. I was like, "Holly crap, we're getting into uglies ugly. again." I love it. I love it. Uh, it for people that don't know, an, an ugly is just a a Lego that you smash together as a yeah, kid and make a ship. It's literally like a ship that you take bits and pieces from other ships and mash them together. Well, I mean, um, damn, and Andor's really like going by the skin of his teeth. Like he's like stealing ships in the middle of the night from a ship scrapyard, and I know. Yeah, like, I mean, he's not doing oh, well. He no. really is just like scrounging. Sleeping in a bombed out ship. <laughs> yeah. Which makes me wonder like, you know, he walked, he strolled right into that Imperial facility and got the box, whatever the hell that was. Um, yeah. Why hasn't he been doing that the whole time? He'd be rich. He'd be a rich dude by now. I do have a lot of questions about like what he's been doing exactly. Like we can kind of guess. Why is he sleeping out in the junkyard and not with um, Marva? Marva. Well, yeah. He's running jobs at night, it seems like. But he's got yeah, a little. You want to come home and wake her up. He like, doesn't want you to endanger to her. Home. You remember when you like try to sneak home late at night at your parents' yeah. place? Like it's not an easy feat. Yeah. Uh, without waking he's, him up. He's got a little bantha at home though. You gotta. Go I love the bantha. And then the corpos I... trash the place. Oh my god. Yeah. Just like the moment, like messing Rogue, everything up. Rogue One gave us like all of Jin's like toys like everywhere like in the room, and then we really don't see like toys in star wars aside from like ray's doll and then like all of like the random like tuka dolls like in like the animated stuff but you don't see like toys in star wars but then like you said there's this actual like bantha, bantha. that like looks like this and i was like how old oh. is cassian in this show this is five years before rogue one rogue one he was what like 20 but he's still holding on to it but maybe 29? he wasn't holding on to it but but uh, but malva was because like you know sentimental just keeping the things yeah. when they were kids malva. it's just <laughs> I almost said Mulfa earlier. <laughs> I didn't. You said though. it. I did. Let's. Oh, just well, now. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> with his uh, flashback scenes, I kept I couldn't help but think of Boba Fett uh, and like comparing how they were executed in that show versus the yeah, show. Yeah, I was gonna say um, that too. And like, I remember when we were talking about like how the flashbacks were executed, Boba. Like, I remember complaining like the point of flashbacks intertwined with your main story should be to like reveal something about your characters and uh, or there should be some theme that's concurrent between the two that that binds them together in a way that makes it like otherwise you could just do it sequentially right um, and here like I almost worried they were going to run into the same issue but I, I think that like the reveal of I don't know like it's not a twist but it's like the, the context given to how Marva like yeah. picked him up and everything and like how he got off uh uh canary and then there's that there's like so on on cassian andor's wikipedia page it says his homeworld is fest that's yep. what it said forever and ever yeah, it, said, and then, it said in the rogue one uh visual dictionary yeah and fest uh, for those who don't know because yeah i'm gonna get it out of the way let's get just just nip let's this in the bud here we go guys uh, here we go here we go fest is actually level four from dark forces uh <laughs> in which kyle katarn uh, sneaks through and infiltrates an imperial weapons facility testing base uh and yep there we go there it is like, sorry sorry if you haven't played game. dark forces from 96 we're spoiling uh, everything today and it was like dark all Empire. white mountains and it, it's just all like white mountains and big cliffs and valleys i mean yeah it's a computer game from 96 but like still they weren't trying to convey like forest floors and stuff so i was very confused seeing these flashbacks of what i assumed was cassian uh and 
made so much more sense when like we find out oh it's not actually fast it's canari and he's just it's just a cover story and like while i'm a little bummed uh, i'm not actually because that's not like that was kyle's homeworld that was sulon uh and it's like so that it's not a big deal but it was just like such an interesting twist for a dork like me who was just so obsessed with that one fact and they just totally flipped it on my on the head for me uh i really show did. off oh. that show off the blaster yeah, yeah you want to talk about Kyle's blaster? Yeah, talk about Ky- Kyle's blaster. Talk well, about we'll Kyle's talk about Kyle's blaster. Uh, so uh, <laughs> when Rogue One came back for IMAX and they said they were going to do the Andor preview, I was like, cool, right, all right, let's do this. And it's that scene with him and uh, uh, Stellan Skarsgård at the end, um, uh, Luther, Luther Race, and Rail, I don't know. It's so hard Luther to Rail. talk about these Luther. names. New Star Wars names are like uh, like name. Lord of the Rings names. It's like, you got to give me a day or two to k- keep them straight. <laughs> but... <laughs> He, he pulls out the briar pistol, as we all know, and I jumped out of my seat in the theater and I like turned to everyone who's also in the in the costume clubs. It's just like, that's a briar pistol. And they're, and all, they're like, all like, we know. And I'm like, and you were just like, out. oh, I literally almost <laughs> I, was, I was Leo pointing. I was everything oh, you can think of. Oh, my God. I was freaking out. And um, it's a slightly different one. There's no magazine on it. It's got this cool like. Thing where it loads it like it like folds open and then like you put a new clip in there and stuff like which is so cool it's almost cooler than the original design uh and that's not even his like he the guy that was with marva in the flashback was the one sporting it yeah. when he, he pointed it at cassian we can assume um, that was his father that got hung in the square could be yeah, yeah. yeah. he didn't he does, he's not around anymore and yes that seems got his, his blaster i don't know what's up with the canary and that they're all uh that is like a... sprightly you know, Lord of the Flies. Fly Thank you. Yeah, Lord of the, yeah. Lord of the Dung Worms. <laughs> Very confused why there are no adults. <laughs> I really want to know. About what do you that. guys? What do you guys think's going on there? Like, you I had no to speculate. The stupid Confederate ship crashed, and then everybody shows up, and they're like, "These Republic guys," and I'm like, uh, "Wait a minute." Oh, yeah. Conf- so I think that, that it, it might I'm have been confused. like. I think that the planet might have been under Republic control originally and like was the entire time. And there was some sort of accident. I think that there was something there and only the kids were left for some reason, because if you notice all of the kids also had like the same kind of like um, color of clothes that everyone on Ferrix had. Um, So I think that there's definitely some sort of connection with like those planets. Um, You think it's in the same system? That that separatist ship ship crashes. All the adults could be stuck in the mine. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, Marva is worried about the Republic, and so they're like, "We have to get out of here." Um, so, and then like later on, like it said that like uh, Canari, there was a big mining accident, and so I think that there was another accident later on. So like once like the Empire like takes over, takes over all the Republic assets, they were probably there. Um, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, let's like start like mining again because like we should like pillage all of the resources we can because we can do it. We're the Empire." And of course, it's going to be a disaster. And so then it's probably like really, really bad um, in that moment. That's what I think. I see Millie asked about Cassian's sister. I think that's legit. I think he's legitimately looking for his sister. We see see her. Her next to him. I mean, I don't know if they said anything to each other, but or if they were like hugging or whatever, but they were like next to each other. And I'm pretty sure that was his sister. So can we talk about why why everybody was colored like Bert and Ernie? Can we talk about that for a sec? What was up with that? Yeah, all the yellow people. Yeah. Why were they all yellow? The people that fell out of the ship. I guess they're aliens. 
you know, they're I like they could be like um, there's some sort of gas spilling out of it. Originally, when um when the girl is approaching, you can see that there's a yellow gas like billowing out of it, and so uh, I think that this is some alien race that we might just not know. Well, some of, of them had like mass, gas masks on too. Yeah, I think they probably think just got that... poisoned by the gas. I think they were all people, humans. But why? I I don't think so. I think they, they were aliens. That it was only two guys. They were right? all yellow. There were like four people that were colored yellow, and I think we're supposed to look at them like colored yellow, like a as a big deal. Yeah, it's toxic gas, and they were breathing it in, and they turned yellow. I don't think they're aliens. It Even was though, billowing out of the ship, though. So I mean, it is possible. It was probably that, in like, there too. Yeah. I Even I, I, the masks yeah. had it. I don't know. I'm skeptical. I don't um, know. So we're obviously going to hear more about what was going on there, probably because um, we know there's yeah, like, more flashbacks of like. A young adult Cassian coming. No, learning more about Cassian's actual like parents or like whatever happened to the adults of of you know the Canari kids and all, like their society. I don't know if we'll get that since Cassian obviously you would have to be delving even deeper back into his memory. Uh, yeah, I don't. Like I don't the think the main point go... of the flashback was to show like his sister is a real character right. as well as how yeah. He met so Marvel. like unless unless like we see like in the future like him actually like finding his sister at any point in time or like learning about her. I don't think we'll get more clarity on like the kids on Canari. No, well, what about the phase not. two armor? Because uh, like we know That'll there's going to be... be phase two clones and yeah. that can't possibly be in the five years BBY. That's no, yeah, so no. that's going to have to be soon. That's another flashback. Flashbacks. Yeah. yeah. And that'll be, those will be Imperial clones at that point. I'm well, assuming. Yeah, like I would say early, look, they look very, yeah, they're, they they're phase two. Somewhat yeah. a bad batch. Yeah. 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 Um, well, we did we mention that Cassian has a separatist upbringing? That's a thing, right? I mean, yeah, that's part of he. Marv, Marva is a separatist. We think. Is she? I thought I she was well, just she like a smuggler mentions, of some kind. You know, like yeah, maybe she is. Because she, she, she came in to steal people are coming and they fuel leave, cells so. out of it. I think they were just pillaging a, a known crash. Well, like maybe they, they could have caused it for her all. Her and that other guy feared getting shot by the Republic when they showed up, right? Because that was so. a Republic ship, because they were like, right. they just killed a bunch of Republic officers, so they are open but it, season. But they had Separatist logos on them. It wasn't a Republic ship. It was but a she's, Separatist she's, ship. Then why did she say they killed I Republic don't know. Officers? I don't know. It confuses me. It very much confuses me. Because that was clearly supposed yeah, to be that, that was a that Separatist logo. I agree. Simple. It's not a Republic It's not a Republic logo. Uh, and it, it is a Separatist logo. I just yeah. Separatist stole a Republic cruiser, is my guess, maybe. I don't know, but I, but, maybe... but they but they killed a sep they according to Marva they killed a Republic officer, right? I don't know. maybe I, I have no Marva idea what is just like happened. so politically maybe. out of it that she just doesn't even know the difference between separate. She inhaled too much of the gas. No, <laughs> the Simpsons gas. Who who said that? Somebody said uh, that. that Jared, I really like Jared that was that. that was great. <laughs> the Simpsons gas. Matt's other villain arc, the kind that turns you inside out. I'm I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> the show is is absolutely Let's talk about, amazing, but it's pissed me off. We haven't talked about a major thing that I really loved about the episode. It's just um, the people of Ferrix. We've kind of talked about yeah. Ferrix, but Brasa, the people are awesome. Tim, the Bix. wall of yeah, the workers. Uh, I Bix love the wall was great. Yeah. Love the Bix. wall of gloves. Bix Kaylee yeah. tested the wall of they gloves. Are. That's so good. Who's her missing in the middle? Um, that's just like such like a cool like visual and it also goes to show just like um the community like on ferrix as well because like think mm -hmm. about that like you go to work and at the end of the night you put your gloves on the wall i don't trust anyone to do that i'm not leaving my stuff behind but these people like, leave their the gloves show. out on the someone wall someone could put dung worms in your gloves yeah what someone if it could. 
someone very well could. And so the next day. it just goes to show the community on <laughs> Ferrix. And then it, it goes to show, like, again later on when they have, like, the code of, like, banging on all, like, the metal pots and pans. Like, that's, oh, I love so that's that. just great. Mm, but, like, it's, it's very cool that's world building of it. That was so I hate using that term. Oh, and man. I love that dude. Oh. <laughs> MC Hammer. <laughs> he was always just ready to start his day. There's no man who loves oh, his job man. more than this guy loves his job. This guy was just... I, honestly, it seems like a pretty fun job. I can get behind. I'd be so earmuffed. I love the earmuffs, too, yeah. Bong bong. Well, you gotta, bong, bong, you gotta wear your bong, protection. Bong, bong. I know. That'd be really loud. Oh, yeah, but they have to wear a kilt. Yeah. yeah. These guys, it was so this cool how community just loves percussion. Can't it was so enough. cool how the these first three episodes, <laughs> this arc, because it's this like, is stop. this is a singular arc of itself, probably. Like, um, we care. Like they they showed us these people in this town, and we cared about them so much so quickly. They just did such a good job of that. Um, oh, I agree. Know. And really even even characters who I can't even remember their names, like the guy at the shop window. He was, was like, oh, yeah. he was great. He was great. Just like these random one-offs. And, like the, or that guy, guy who uh, and the guy Cassian that was with money uh, and like the big guy's like oh, the big guy. Said I, he just he, said I Vetch, understand yeah. here. <laughs> what was his name? Vetch. It was Vetch. 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 Yeah. Awesome. He put you up to this? Chuck Rock. What a guy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like, Listen, I'm not that violent of a guy, okay? It's just big. <laughs> Uh, oh my god and i love the who was cassian's friend there that he first Brasa? talked to about the cover story brasa brasa yeah he was awesome yeah, i love he seems like a guild really cool. leader or something you know like yeah, yeah definitely i love how he towards the end like no questions asked he like immediately went to like sabotage like the corpo like shit oh just like god, no questions asked he was the just sequence. like, These like guys as soon are as they're ringing right. he's like all right and he just gets to it and again it's like ship up. <laughs> they have their own way of doing things, and it's so good that they have just like these plans in order. Police show up, you know what to do. Sabotage, sabotage, sabotage at every every step. It was so good. What an adversarial relationship Friggin this planet ten. has with the with their corporate overlords. Like holy shit! And like we uh, should all be so lucky, <laughs> right? I think it's interesting that all the corpos. Uh, are like Scottish and like limey and like Cockney accents. Like it, it really, you know, like when, when George created the, um, the original trilogy, he chose British because that, that like gave like the same thing, like the revolutionary war vibes in terms of like a nice clear villain and all the empire had to be British. Right. And so here it's like, it's nice because they're corpos. They're not, they're not the empire, but they're not civilians either. No. Right. And so like, they're right in the middle, they're working class British uh, accents, uh, Worst, Scots, class Scottish and stuff. Yeah, like that's that. actually a good point. Um, and I really, really like that point. choice in terms of like how the corpos are, are except for Karn, he's yeah, our American he, golden boy. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Go for it. I, I I like that a lot. I the whole like building of it of like the corpos are the first line of defense for the empire, and like they're very yeah. clear like about saying that. And yeah. I, I love getting that aspect of this is how the empire works because um, that's something that we really haven't like. At least in the well, from the, what I know of like the Star Wars things, the broader scope of it, that yeah. Given uh, George based the Empire on the American military, yeah, uh, it's very it's very satisfying to see that continued here, where we have the Empire and to uh, somewhat of an extent, whoever's been mining uh, uh, Canari 
very much the way America has treated uh, the U.S. has treated uh, the South American countries that, you know, like like all the banana republics and stuff like that, where we have just absolutely torn apart these countries just for their natural resources and manipulated their governments and just, you know, so, you know, what's interesting. Um, so the, the, an observation that just like um, in general about like a, the tribe of kids on Canary is it was it's very it's a different kind of indigenous people of what we've seen uh, for like the Tuscan Raiders of like what they're showing. And it's just very yeah. cool to see like a different uh, variation being represented. But then it's also interesting what you just mentioned, Jack, that it's like it's like uh, the Americas going to plunder like the Amazon rainforest because it's like yeah. that's like it like that mining and like the shot of like um, yeah, Cassian, Cassian looking at just yeah. like, a pit. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's in Central America it. too. I mean, Diego yeah. Luna is from Mexico, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's it's yeah, and <laughs> and, and he's an it's executive producer yeah. as well. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, he's passionate about it. He talks about this like how like how that's like rooted in all the the storytelling they're doing. Yeah. It's just so great to see it so clearly laid out in front of us. Yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. it's yeah, and the and the third episode is also very you know in line with that kind of uh, sentiment. I'll I'll say that much. But I just Gorilla love that of the, the, the uh, I love that Cassian Andor's accent is explained like he didn't speak English like or <laughs> basic, you know, like, right. He, yeah. and they didn't give us subtitles for anybody. At least I don't think so, unless my version was broken. Um, <laughs> but I love that. Like, we didn't need to know what they were saying to know what was going on. Because it was clear. yeah, like when that yeah. old when that older boy snapped at Cassian trying to yeah. join in on the hunt and or like on the yeah. uh, on the trek, and then the leader girl was like, "No, you relax and you let him be a part of this." And then like he got to like put on the he's got that like little the, smug yeah. face stuff. he's painting himself. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's also because well, he knows he's about to communicate. Get, <laughs> <laughs> get off this rock. Wait, what yeah. about my sister? Oh, I guess uh, I'm gonna have to worry about that for most of my childhood and my adult yeah. life. I guess I'm gonna have to stop by at some brothels. Oh, oh dear. Oh no. Yeah, so, like, oh, how does she... She must get off-world at some point, too, right? Because, like... Yeah. And what, she, how, what makes him want to go search for her right now? Like, what? I'd say that he was yeah. probably tipped off, because he goes in there yeah. with, like, the full purpose of... He yeah. heard there was someone from that planet who was in that brothel. So he's like, oh, well, Just I gotta go investigate. <laughs> Imagine if she's, like... a canary, and there's still a bunch of kids. And what if she's kids? working for the Empire now? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, like, well, Neverland. It's probably gonna be a thing. Yeah. But yeah, he shows up to Canary and it's a bunch of little kids throwing rocks at him. He's like, guys, where's my sister? And they, just, a, they don't understand him. It's just right. a rocks. little lamplight. It's yeah. either a Neverland situation or it's like uh, Pokemon Red and Blue where there's just like a weird lack of adult males around the whole game. Like yeah. the whole time, you're like, where's everyone? They're just off doing things. A lot They're of kids and moms. Oh, when um, the kids turn stuff. 16, they got to go to Big Town and that's it. <laughs> I wanted to touch upon when Luthen shows up. Luthen? Yeah. We, we don't Luthen. know the names yet. Luthen. Luthen um, Rail. Luthen Rail. Is that Luthen it? Around? What? Anyway. Yeah, Luthen Rail. Luthen Anyways, Rail. Luthen, Luthen shows it. up on yeah. Ferrix and takes Andrew. the trolley over. The yeah. trolley! Oh, with the, the, the mustache guy. Oh! On the, the, the freaking Monopoly man. My least favorite guy <laughs> in any public transport situation. God, Stay the hell away off. from the me. Uh. The worst thing about it is like he's literally like asks him so many questions and Luthen's just like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. And the guy's like, I respect that. But anyway. And it's like, yeah, right. <laughs> It's like, oh, you're the worst because you acknowledged it, but you don't care. Yeah, I like this oh, hat. I though. just want to read my book. Mean <laughs> hat game. Yeah, great, great hat game. Yeah, and, and I mean, what does no he question. do? What does he do for a living? Like, uh, he's like a, some sort of salesman for some sort of yeah. Like, but what did he? Oh, what was it? He I had wonder. like a specific thing, Noodle and it was salesman. again, 
and we're we're back to like the same, just like the basic guy in the galaxy, just yeah. some rando, you know, rando airhead Calvary, who just wants to talk talk the guy's ear off next to him on the on the transport and complain. It's, in a way, it remind, it's an extension of Book of Boba Fett when Mando took the public transport. And like yeah. we we all we all have the relatable all public transport and stuff. Yeah, I, I love it. It's so relatable and just I don't know. I love the old guy with the mustache. I hated him, but I love them. Yeah, um, I, I would I would be rooted to the spot in uh, Luthien, Luthen's. You know uh, who position. else I hated? Tim. Oh man, all my homies hate Tim. Tim, <laughs> I feel bad. The two M's, but they're not where you think. Yeah, this guy sucks. What a snitch! Come on. I, I mean, a, I felt brutal, bad for Bix having to stare at his dead yeah. corpse for hours yeah. until she was finally released from the handcuffs. Like, Jesus, guys, you couldn't even uncuff her. Like, I didn't even realize that until her friends came over and she was just trying to get over to him. It just felt so. Mm, that was such a hard scene to watch, honestly. Yeah. And I don't say that much, like often about Star Wars, because it's usually just very fun and relaxing. Oh, this just yeah. This was not. This That's third episode cool. was not relaxing. Very fun, but not relaxing. Incredibly no. tense. Fascist level arrest gone wrong turns into into uh, civil murder. Like yeah. Ugh. So do we think? Ding, 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 did Cassian ding, 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 ding. and Bix? Um, is it Bix? Yeah, I can't yes, remember anyone's yeah. name. Vix Kayleen. I got you. Vix Kayleen. I've got a weird amount of these characters. Do you think they used to date, in. or are they just like really close friends? No, they're, I think they're close friends. And they Tim's maybe had a one night stand. I got the vibe that okay. Then Jamie brought this up when when we were talking about this, but I got the vibe that Tim was very jealous of Cassian he and was. like Vix's secret, not relate relationship. I guess maybe he thought other stuff was going on or something. Yeah, that's like that was some still. guys strikes me as a deal with person. the fact. Yeah, some guys can't deal with the fact that a girl can have friends who are guys. Simple as that. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah. Well, it happens in both ways, right? It's all about insecurity. I, I will definitely admit that guys can be a lot more toxic about the way they handle it, uh, especially you know stalking their their uh, significant other because yeah. you know they can't Getting trust them. Getting drunk the door. door. The payphone. And the Ratting other alien out. was like. The other guy's uh, like mm. Mm. Yeah, pay what's phone. that guy's problem? It's a public payphone guy. Yeah, I know, right? See, he looks at him like he has five heads, which actually might privacy. not be as weird in Star Wars as it is in real life. But <laughs> well, you want privacy? Get a compad and go go to a room. Get a exactly. Room, get get a freaking cell phone like that guy was texting on or something, yeah. dude. Like <laughs> that man is playing space. Hey, those Galaga. are pricey. <laughs> just Galaga. Space that man is playing. Uh... Oh, thank you, rural farm boy. By the way, it's is propulsion. He here? He worked in propulsion. Farm boy, you made it. Propulsion. Okay. Yeah, there you go. It was propulsion, yeah. And his name's Willie. I love it. I love how he talked about the old days of, oh, we used to go across the wasteland yeah, and I could, you could taste in. it in your mouth for a week. Mm, yum. <laughs> yeah, right? Mm, I'm nostalgic for that that space manure in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> manure. Um, manure. That's not that bad, oh, no. oh, no. Callback joke. I didn't even mean to. <laughs> I saw Ronan mention, this is a Luthan line, right? Yeah. Don't you want to fight these bastards for real? The I word bastards feels like it belongs in Star Wars. Whenever oh, yeah. when Finn said bastards in The Last Jedi, I think that was the first time it, it had ever been said. I felt like that had been said like you a million bastard. times in Star in Star Wars. Like bastard just feels like it belongs in Star Wars. Yeah. Shit, a little different. Still still love it, but bastards for sure. I love shit. <laughs> Wizard still just top tier. Okay, no okay. Wizard is top tier, yep. Like, imagine if he had turned around and, like, gone on his comm and been like, Poodoo. 
Like that wouldn't work. You have to. I don't know. I think he has. No, he he doesn't speak Hatties, so it's not a. Or he could have just yelled. Dogworm. You know what? (laughs) This goes to show how we can have like different variations of swears across the galaxy. Yeah. Like it's not standardized to like the one thing, which is very very cool, and I, I I love it. Regional, yeah, because yeah, I mean that's a problem that often comes up in Star Wars, right? Like, I mean, uh, homogenization in the culture, in the biomes of different planets, like yeah. planets don't work that way. There isn't no. just one ice planet, you know, like stuff like that. Um, but culturally too, like sometimes it can feel a little homogenous between uh, certain places. Obviously, like Tatooine isn't going to feel the same as Coruscant, but yeah. uh, I will say Navarro definitely has some Mos Eisley, Mos Espa feels to it. Yeah, for um, sure. And that's probably intentional, to be honest. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, I really like that. that, Go for it. Jump off of that. I I love that um, this show is so separate from the rest of the broad story. Like when we got The Mandalorian at first, we all thought it was going to be um, its own thing, set apart from everything else. And then it suddenly tied into everything. The thing with Andor is it very well will tie into everything, but the way that it is self-contained right now, I'm pretty sure it's going to be pretty self-contained with like at least for a season yeah yeah Yeah. like these characters it's not going to be diving into like the jedi suddenly although we (laughs) will see mon mothma very soon and that's gonna be awesome but we've never really like gone into like her like stuff like before like she is she we don't know that much about her like aside from like what's been in like the off like couple of is Jimmy coming back? Do we get Jimmy Smith? Yeah, oh, he's got to be right. Yeah, yeah he's hundred sure percent coming back. I'm um, almost gotta be coming back. That. I love so, me like, some Jimmy Smiths. I I love that oh, this yeah. is oh, yeah. this is like set apart from everything else. It contributes to like the broader like timeline of history, but like it is its own story. Yeah, yeah. Then, uh, the, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna add like I, I uh, one of my favorite podcast was mentioning how like there are no easter eggs and that it wasn't a bad thing for that same reason that you mentioned jamie like it's it's you know it's nice to not have to go oh, 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 every five seconds like obviously there are moments for me where i did that and i had a great time but like well that's yeah, yeah it's, there's, that was like different twice levels of that's easter it. eggs that, that's yeah. the funny thing about it is like easter eggs is such like a, a term now that's just like every everything needs to have an easter egg and it's just like do you guys know what, what that's supposed to be that's a yeah that's comparison like very special and very small and so like yeah Anything in Star Wars could be an Easter egg. Seeing like all of those like sequel aliens in this are Easter eggs. Like the Lugabeast, right. Crusher Ra- Raudun, um, Crusher, see, which doesn't make any sense, but I'll, but I'll, I'll accept it. Aki Aki and the freaking transport. Yeah. And the stupid, what's her name? The horned aliens that I always forget from The Last Jedi. Yep. The, yeah, I don't have a called. name. The heavy was, gunner in, in Battlefront 2. Uh, yeah, I always forget. Um, they mentioned see- Wobani. I mean, that's like an yes, Easter egg. Seeing, um, seeing an alien like Margot, sure. like I forget her species as the bartender. Like Cassian like, having the briar those, pistol yeah. is a is an Easter egg in itself. That's an Easter egg. Exactly. These are all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, Easter that was my favorite eggs. Easter egg. Believe yeah. Me. These are all <laughs> yeah, quote unquote fan point. service. No, it's just it's building the world of Star Wars and using what you have access to. All using these existing things. things are Easter yeah. eggs. No, it's using your assets. <laughs> that's yeah. what it yeah. is, and I oh, love yeah. it. Using your assets, but really, I mean, and you know, this goes back. I see Star Wars, you know, I already said it was an incredibly versatile IP, but there's like two halves. There's like the sci-fi and the fantasy half of Star Wars. This goes way into the sci-fi version. Well, yeah. like, you know, the, the Skywalker saga, in my opinion, is more fantasy. And there's these oh, yeah. two halves. Space that... Mando's a good 50-50 split, I'd say. I'd say Mando is a 50-50. Depends on I mean, the Mando... guest star. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yep. Mando is very, yep. I'm going to say it, Arthurian. Um, but I won't get into that. Because uh, we're talking about sci-fi. A knight in shining now. armor. A knight in shining armor who fights sword. a dragon who finds a sword and has to unite his people to fight invaders. I'll buy it. I'll yeah, buy I don't know. It. I don't know about that. But, you know, going off of... We've got Blade Runner and alien vibes in Cassian, you know, while we have Arthur and, you know, fantasy got, castle vibes in, in Mando. It's two, it's two sides. As a big fan of the Expanse series, which if anyone here has not delved into that, check it out on Amazon Prime. The books are even better. But it's a series that has uh, sci-fi elements that are as lived in real world uh, elements as you can have. And obviously yeah. there's a point where realistic gets... space travel, you know, G force yeah. actually matters and there's not artificial gravity, you know, exactly. like gravity panels. It creates, like it creates new problems for the characters in terms of how they live in this world, which is much harsher to them trying to live and survive in space. But there's also these political things that are happening as earth and Mars are both taking advantage of the people who live in between these planets in space stations doing all the shipping in between things. So there's all these sociopolitical issues uh, happening in between all these different character stories and in, in, in the show of The Expanse. And that's what uh, I love about Andor is that we have all these sociopolitical issues while we're also getting deep character uh, problems being laid out with enough time to actually breathe and enjoy it without being rushed to the next thing. Yeah. Uh, and I can't, I can't has tell you very, how much I love this. Very Expanse vibes in the fact that in my opinion, The Expanse is a realistic depiction of what the future will be like, as opposed to Star Trek, which is like this idealized, oh, it's called it's fully automated thing. luxury space communism, right? In, 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 uh, I would really much prefer the space communism. <laughs> in, the, in The Expanse, it is not fully automated, not luxury, space capitalism. And, I, and Andor is 110% that, 110% that, um, literally with corporations running certain sectors you know and stuff like that it, again very alien-esque right the the wayland yeah. the dutani corporation yeah 100 um it, it, it's again i just love that and blade runner i can't stop thinking about it ah uh that's my three things les mis alien and blade runner i can't you got them all in <laughs> i mean i'm circling i'm the late one's still like like it makes so much sense so it makes jamie so i think sense. you noticed this um in the yeah. shipyard. I mean, we even saw like the Bestoon Legacy looking ship, which is Ocha Bestoon from Rise of Skywalker. I don't expect everyone to know that. Yeah, I haven't um, done like a, a close like look <laughs> look, but um the ghost or, or variation of that is back there as well. And it's yeah. it's just very cool to see that they have like those like again, they're using their assets. That's what it is. It's not just like, oh, did you see like that like Easter egg back there? But I'd like to think that maybe it's I more think satisfying. That that's possibly like the best student legacy. That'd be cool. And like maybe it's the ghost, but no, definitely. Oh, it's, it's, it's much more satisfying there. than like the ghost being in a blink and you miss it moment in the space battle of uh, Scarif, you know, like, yeah, uh, as much as as cool as that is, it's like you have to literally pause the movie to actually catch it. Yeah. Versus insane. like when you see the Millennium Falcon in Revenge of the Sith. I, I saw that in the movie theater as a kid. I'm like, that's the Falcon. What's the Falcon doing here? And like, or the ghost in the Rise of Skywalker. Thing. Yeah. That, oh, that but that's even worse because there's even no, it's more there. There's but so you many. see it, it's front and center. It leads it is, the pack. Yeah. Yeah, All right, that's like fair. There's a lot of ships there. You get the Republic gunship coming in. You see it land. The Steel Peckers. Doing the hammerhead, doing the ramming move. That's the Steel Peckers. Favorite Star Wars bird. Next to pilot Steel birds, checkers. of course. Of oh, course. Wow. of course. Some people mentioned K two on that one. Excuse me. K two will not be in this season. I'm. I, they, no, don't be not. so Is sure. It possible? I've I've heard 
was I think in the the cast listing had oh, no. Alan Tudyk for season oh, I didn't one. I want to know that. <laughs> um, you really so don't did. be so sure. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind, um, he's the voice of that the those droids anyway. That's so, true. Like sure, it could just be another pop around so, unit. So they might just have like those Imperial droids like first, and it might not necessarily be K two just yet, but potentially in the future. Because if you think about it, in Fallen Order. Um, do they, those they droids are female side, programming. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah. are they have female programming? Yeah, oh, I didn't even pay attention. Those things. So K two could get a girlfriend. Yeah, I'm just too 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 terrified of getting <laughs> smacked in the face by those. They hit hard and fall. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They hit hard in in Rogue One. Cassian's still recovering from that slash. And, a, and that's a fresh one if you mouth off again. <laughs> <laughs> what about Porgs? You AJ, you're out there saying that Steel Peckers are the best Star Wars bird, and then you're like, actually, no, the um the pilot bird. And I'm like, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, you have to answer the buttons later. <laughs> that is true. I'm I'll sorry. Pilot birds. birds. Pilot birds are just pilot so birds cool. are pretty great. Excuse we have me. a pilot bird in our Minecraft realm. That's uh, true. On we have five pilot birds flying around Maz's castle in our Minecraft realm. <laughs> That's true. I don't know That's what true. Star Wars bird I like. This is a question I wasn't. Like, ducks. All of them. That's my favorite ducks, Star Wars. There you go. Oh yeah. Duh, ducks. Good old Nabooan ducks. That's good old sitting only... ducks. That's a good ending point. I think. Oh, sitting ducks. Right. <laughs> what did you say? No, you Nabooan. Did you... I just assumed there would be Nab- some ducks in the background. Nubian. There were. Attack of Nubian. The Clones. Nubian. There were. There were tons of ducks, both in um, Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Yeah, so you yeah, want back to see what when I made they couldn't while just we were CGI them all... into space birds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, do you want to see what I made? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> yes! Uh, yes! Yes! Wait, I got, oh, that's I, so good. You did you make that, that while we were doing this? Yeah, 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 yeah oh, I did. So I, I just so realized good. I didn't change the to um, glow noodle those, policy. Oh, that's a that's may or may not be listening that at works. home if this does make the podcast. <laughs> Look at uh, that. That's Jamie, so, that's in the course of an hour, has fulfilled my request and created the spaghetti policy Charlie Day meme. Yep. There you go. Noodle boy. Jack, you saved the day there because I forgot about the people listening at home. Oh, it. Unbelievable! <laughs> <laughs> my good. goodness, no, thank you, thank you. I, by the way, I, uh, I'm gonna need you to DM me that. I, need I gotta that fix it a little first. You gotta slap the Marauder logo on that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, slap that the was Marauder just... logo on that. Post fair. that That's everywhere. Fair. That was just a sneak peek. That's what oh. that one was. <laughs> I didn't get to show off my meme. Oh yeah. So Cassian leaves Ferrix, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> not as good not as good but okay. all right i feel so like i should have i feel like i should have came with a meme today a everybody meme listening of... at home it is the spongebob meme where he's saying i am a head out but it's cassian and b2 emo yeah uh, headed out. <laughs> heading out although b2 Except doesn't b2 head doesn't head out and he gets he replaced so by k2 i don't i'm gonna say something very controversial now i like k2 less because he's replacing b2 Oof. i hope b2 doesn't die hot take I don't know. Maybe when we get more K two, I mean, B two's kind of already on like his like last legs. Like. <laughs> he's, he's, he's yeah, poor guy's out. struggling, man. He's getting peed on. He's breaking down. He's. Fine. I like how we see him fresh. He never has enough charge. Yeah. Why? Who? I'm sorry, but like, has no one thought to replace his power cell in the last 20, 30 years? I mean, yeah, like, maybe it has been replaced, but like, you know, keeps how that dying. Goes I replace the fucking battery. I guess if, my if phone Marva's, doesn't ask me questions. Marva isn't even uh, spending the credits to keep the heat on, so I suppose That's she true. can't afford it. I love how he has like the, the charge port as well, like you'd see yeah. for like a gonk droid. Like that's I something I feel like we haven't really seen that much of. Aside yeah, get, from like the I'm astromechs. A gonk friend. 
Right. Anyway. And we saw um, a gonk in this episode. And yeah. on that note. One gonk. Um, yeah. Any any other thoughts, guys? Any last thoughts here? Anything? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I think we did a very I really good love job. Marva's speech during the, uh, the clanging. Ooh, the clanging. Oh, the clanging was so good. I loved yeah. that. The and visually, guy. these first three episodes have really delivered. Like that last uh, sequence of Cassian and uh, Luthen just like going through the rice field uh, squares, whatever you want to call them. Oh, on the that was yeah, beautiful. The oh, like I love that shot. Oh my squares. god, I need that as a wallpaper. Oh, yeah. Lucasfilm, yeah. if you're listening, if you're listening I know you I are. Know you are. Keep shooting uh, on location, please. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, the volume's great. The volume's great. But, like, but... Spend yeah. the money. Give us less shows of better quality, of longer quality. Or longer Give us time. less shows of better quality. No, I disagree. Take Jack. your time doing the shows. Period. You want that's, you want more more crap shows, Matt? Because I don't. <laughs> I know, but no. Just the way you worded, you said, "Give us less shows of better quality." No, I want more shows oh, of better quality. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Take your time I want making more shows the of shows. Better quality. Quality over quantity. So you yeah, can yeah, promote yeah. them accurately no, 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 no. and give the creators enough time to make them. That is what I'm requesting because that is what this is. And also yeah. give us like a movie, just like one. Just like it's in just the next crazy. 10 years, please. Let have a Star Wars movie. Yeah, like going one. into Rogue One and seeing it in theater and the theaters again, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about the anticipation of a Star Wars movie. But there was the no title crawl. watching to... Star Wars in, I in know. the theater. Star Wars movies. Yeah. So yeah. give us a movie. Uh, quality over quantity and uh, hurry up on Ahsoka. All right, we're all set. All right, we're all set. Yep. Uh, thank Nailed you guys it. so much for watching Haunted Marauders Live and thank you for listening to the Haunted Marauders podcast. If you made it yeah. this far, uh, that's that's great. That's fantastic. Uh, we're everywhere at Haunted Marauders. Uh, links are down in our description for everything. Thank you so much for listening and watching to the stream this week and we'll see you guys next time for Andor Episode 4. Shit. Bye. Shit. <laughs> <laughs>